events dramatized in community are fictional. However, due to the nature of the content, which revolves around a mass shooting in progress, this podcast may not be suitable for certain listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Mia parked down the block. She lowered the driver's side window, then pulled a cigarette and lighter from the glove compartment. Nia wasn't a smoker, but she also wasn't used to this level of anxiety. She thought one might help the other. (coughs) Oh my god. (coughs) This is disgusting. (coughs) Why do people do this? She briefly caught the reflection of her baby's car seat in the rearview mirror, and for a moment, considered going back home. Getting back to LeVar. No. I deserve this. It was Nia's first night out since LeVar was born. Between that, the cigarette, and a place like Hannah's, it was a night of many firsts. Nia left her car and headed to the address down the street that she'd typed into her GPS, only to find that Hannah's was closed. Oh, come on! The sign on the door thanked customers for 15 years of patronage and referenced increasing rent in the area. You girls needed to drink more, it playfully jabbed. No, no, no! Tonight was the night! The disappointment Nia felt was greater than the sense of relief. The latter feeling, Nia immediately regretted. sound pulled her attention down the road, where she saw a woman taking a tree branch to a car. Seeing that her plans were ruined, Nia decided to investigate. Did he cheat? What? Did he cheat? Is that why you've gone full waiting to exhale? Mind your own business. Whoa, whoa, I'm not coming for you. If he cheated, I'd help. He didn't cheat. She got with some fucking new chick hours after we broke up. Now that she wasn't expecting. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, I guess that's just as fucked up. Well, you were broken up, so I guess it's actually a... (gasps) Just as bad. (laughs) Awful bitch. (laughs) She should rot in hell. Oh, boy. Against my better judgment, I asked... So is there any other place like Hannah's that I could go to nearby? Hannah's closed months ago. No, I know. I saw. But, like, are there other places like it near here? Another dyke bar? Wow. Uh, yes. I guess. Cynthia decided her work was done and would now help the stranger. Taking out her phone to confirm what she already knew, that no, no, there weren't other places like Hannah's left in town, She made the mistake of checking Instagram. She is with her right now. Fucking toxic? Really? Really, Jess? What? Cynthia threw the tree branch aside and began charging down the road. You coming? Lord help me. 
later, where we left Hector, Velasa, and Angela. What the fuck is going on? It's a shooter. We've got to go. Back here. Let's go. Let's go. Velasa led Hector and Angelo to the back of the room, to the door marked emergency exit. With a sprawling nightclub, there were many of these fire exits throughout. Unfortunately... Open it! I'm fucking trying! Shit! We can't go that way! I had it locked! Fuck! You locked it? People were smoking in the stairwell. So you locked the emergency exit! It's a fucking fire hazard! So is getting locked in the goddamn building! Give me your keys! I don't have them! I give them Miguel to- Fuck! Fuck! We can't stay in here. There's no, there's nowhere to go! We can't stay in here! In full panic, Angelo leads them through the archway, leading to the corridor that connects all of the upstairs rooms. In the room across the hall, the hip-hop room, the crowd seems perplexed. Looking around, Hector is struck by a grim thought. Yo! How many of these exits did you lock? Ellie gripped Andy's hand as tight as she could as she felt her ribs strain against the pressure of the crowd pushing behind her. When she had heard the first shots, she had taken her friend's hand and ran towards the first exit she saw at the far end of the room. While Ellie never saw the shooter, she did see the terror in the eyes of the people running from him and the bodies on the floor that they trampled in their flight. He had started at the main entrance, naturally, so the emergency exits were the safest escape. But being first at the door meant Ellie and Andy were the first to realize that it was locked. Unfortunately, that grim realization did not translate to the waves of people who had followed them, who were now all pressing forward, desperately trying to escape, pushing Ellie and Andy against the door with their bodies. I can't breathe. I'm trying, I'm trying. Please, please stop, you're crushing me. Ellie, uh, he, he's shooting the people behind us. Okay? Okay, so, um, so they're gonna stop pushing? Do you understand? She did. So, so the second you can move, cover your head, duck down, and run left, okay? Go left. He's coming from the right, so go left. I, I think my ribs are broken. Just run, Ellie. Worry about that later, okay? As bodies fell around them, pressure decreased. Uh, I can move. Can you move? Run, run, go left. Ellie was electrified by a wave of adrenaline and never letting go of Andy's hand, she flung her body left, leaping over bodies on the floor. She saw the entryway to the next room and thought about just getting that far. If she was injured, her body was hiding that from her brain. All she knew was to move fast. Andy fell. Never letting go of his hand, the weight of his fall took Ellie down, too. She hit the floor hard. All the adrenaline that was helping her power through dissolved instantly upon impact with the floor. Before giving in to the darkness closing in, she saw a black boot take a steady step over her body, passing her to head into the next room, where the shots continued. So, uh, 
How long were you in Jess together? Earlier, Cynthia stomping down the street on a mission with Nia trailing. A whole month? A whole fucking month meant nothing to her. Nothing. Well, I mean, I guess you broke up last week and she's already all over Instagram with some black chick. Whoa. Cynthia stops, finally stepping out of her rage. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not racist. I promise. I'm just... I'm just, like, angry. Sure. No, 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 no. You you have to understand. I didn't mean it like... It's fine. I've dated, like, three black girls. It's fine. I love black girls. It's fine. Black girl magic, right? Okay. So please insert here whatever is sufficient to make you stop talking. I'm just... Fuck. I'm just so angry. People say stupid shit when they're angry. But, like, that's not who I am, okay? I promise. I just... I don't know why I said it. I don't even know what I meant by it. Oh, I do. No, no, but... You meant... I'm a sexy young white girl, and I can't believe she would leave me for a black girl. Why date a black girl when you have a white girl? No. That's what you meant. No, listen... It's important to me that you understand. No, I understand, okay? I understand that you grew up in America, so the constant subliminal messaging of white is better and white is more attractive has been implanted into your pretty little white girl brain. But you know what? At least when it surfaces, you seem to feel bad about it. I used to think that was a given with everyone, and it just really isn't. Cynthia has nothing to say. That's new for her. And anyway, whatever color this new chick is, she's obviously a demon spawn sent from hell to steal your girlfriend and ruin your life. So, let's go read this bitch. Fuck yes. Cynthia continues barreling down the street, but turns abruptly after a few steps. Cynthia, by the way, and... I'm not usually this crazy. (laughs) Nia. And yes, yes you are. (laughs) Upstairs, Hector broke from Angelo and Velasa to warn those in the hip-hop room. Everyone get out, everyone get out. Angelo made several strides down the other direction towards the service stairwell. But after hearing Hector's instructions to the crowd, Angelo stopped cold, spinning around, eyes wide. What the fuck are you doing? The service stairwell is too small. We can't open. It happened so fast that Hector couldn't first understand what exactly had happened. Angelo simply stopped talking and fell backwards on the floor. Later, Hector wouldn't even recall hearing the shot. But as the blood started to pool below Angelo's head on the floor, it was clear that he was dead. Hector turned his head back down the hall to see that the shooter was now upstairs and making his way towards them. The crowd began screaming, heading to whatever door they could find. Those that made it to the service stairwell Angelo had intended to escape through were the lucky ones. Those that went for the emergency exits found themselves trapped. One person who didn't run was Hector, who remained transfixed on the sight of Angelo's body. Oh my god. You need to move. I can't. 
You need to move. Back this way. Colossus shoved Hector hard to break him from his stasis. Hector stumbled a few steps forward, colliding with the patron who had intended to make it to the service stairwell. Instead, the man fell to the floor, and Hector instinctively reached down to try to help him up. But it was then that he noticed the gunshot wound on the man's neck and his vacant eyes. Hector felt bile rise in his throat, and the room began to spin. Velasa grabbed Hector's shirt and flung him with her back into the closed bar area where they had first heard the shots. There's no exit in here. Velasa yanked up her skirt, sped behind the bar, ripping open a door covered in show posters that Hector had thought was just part of the wall. Is that an exit? It's my dressing room. Is there, is there an exit? Just get it. He'll kill us. We can't go in there. Could you tell this was a door? He couldn't. So chances are he won't either move. Hector had no better option. He leapt behind the bar, following Velasa into the dressing room, yanking the door shut behind them, afraid he had just sealed his tomb. You know what kind of club this is, right, ladies? Earlier, outside the club. Ugh, yes. No free cover for girls. You know what I'm saying, right? Oh my god, yes. It's a gay club. We got it. Take the money. So, Cynthia? I got you, Nia. Don't worry. Oh, white guilt. God bless. But no, I feel like maybe this is a little more than I was ready for tonight. Ready for? Hannah's was going to be my first. You're a virgin? No, no. My first gay bar. You're a baby dyke? Please stop saying that word. Elated, Cynthia pulled Nia away from the door to the side of the entrance where the smokers gathered, calling out to the bouncer. We paid. Don't forget us. Nia, am I your guide to lesbian society? I really hope not. You're really funny. Do you know that? Okay, so yes, Hannah's was the spot. Totally bummed it's gone. But like, toxic will actually be really good for you. Much less clitorference. What? Well, if you spot another dyke. Stop saying that word! Sweetheart, you're a dyke. Like, I'm sorry, but you're a dyke. Okay. I should have just gone back home. This is your night, Mia. Okay, so yes, Toxic is pretty much a gay nightclub for dudes, but it's all we have now, so make lemonade, I guess. Yeah? I guess. At Hannah's, you've got a ton of girls, but here you'll probably only see a few per room. They have like 10 rooms in here. It's huge. It's crazy. So like no competition. Also, there are bound to be some, (laughs) I was a lesbian in college once, fag hags and bachelorette party girls here. And honestly, that might be more your speed right now. I appreciate this, but I was really just hoping to make some friends. Aw, you did. Cynthia smiles widely. Okay, so I have to go fight this new chick, so why don't you stay here and collect yourself and just find me upstairs whenever you're done exploring, okay? Cynthia gives Nia a kiss on the forehead. Aw, little baby. And she spins back to cut the line and walk past the bouncer, reminding him. Let her in when she's ready. I paid for her. Don't forget her. And she's gone, leaving Nia with her thoughts. A few feet away. ID, please. Brad. Here you are, sir. Crashes and burns. Do you think I'm an idiot? Sorry? Do you think I'm an idiot? No, I... You know we scan these, right? Now, if I scan this ID and it's fake, we put your picture on the wall and then you don't get to come here even when you are 21. So think very hard before you answer. Do you want me to scan this? 
I'll just be on my way then. Deflated, Brad takes his fake ID back and heads over to the smoker's area to text his friend to come pick him back up. He lands next to Nia. It's all about confidence. I'm sorry? Confidence. If you would have challenged him or pretended to be offended, it might have worked. Well, it wouldn't have worked if he scanned it. How old are you? 19. Oh, really? Yes, I'm 19. You should be able to get into these places at 18. What am I supposed to do from 18 to 21? Maybe they have an 18 and overnight. Oh, this was my best chance. I thought I could slip in if it was really busy. Why are you out here if you aren't smoking? I haven't decided if this is for me yet. What do you mean? If I really want to do this. Oh, wow, you're a newbie. Calm down, high school. I am a college freshman, thank you. So hang out with your college friends. I don't belong there. I belong here. Plus, a Velociraptor, oh my god. I've watched her clips on YouTube like a million times. Seeing her live must be incredible. Bypassing the line and heading right next to Nia and Brad was a man in all black with a duffel bag slung over his shoulder. He couldn't have been much older than Brad, Nia thought. He was tall, white, skinny, and sweaty. My god, was he sweaty. He perched himself against the wall next to them, and he seemed to be trying to center his breathing. <laughs> what is this, newbie night? <laughs> you building up the courage, too? The man turned his head to look at her, and Nia immediately felt like she had made a mistake. He was clearly strung out. Drugs, maybe? He was not well. And the glare he had given in response made it very clear that he wanted to be left alone. Sorry I asked. Turning back to Brad. All right. So, I'll get my confidence together and head inside if you do. I'm pretty sure the bouncer is going to remember me from about 30 seconds ago. Then don't let him see you. Confidence. And with that, Mia headed straight to the bouncer. Hey, do you remember me? Yeah, you're good. Go ahead. But you never checked my ID. You're good. Go ahead. Um, really? What? I just look old then? Like, no way I could be under 21? Ma'am. Ma'am? Do I look like a ma'am? So you don't want to go inside? I want you to treat me with some goddamn respect and check my It took him a few seconds, but eventually Brad realized what Nia was doing. Giving him cover. Squeezing his skinny little body behind the bouncer, Brad slipped right into the club as Nia continued to make her scene. As soon as he cleared... Nah, I'm just fucking with you. Thanks, man. Nia dropped the charade and moved into the club as well. But not before catching the eyes of the strange man standing in the smoking area. Later, in the upstairs ladies' room, Desiree... I can't believe you didn't let me finish her. ...is having the cut on her forehead tended to by Jess. Then we would have been kicked out too. Her girlfriend and Cynthia's ex after an altercation. Would have been worth it. Are crazy white women your type? And if so, do we have any future? Feisty women are my type, so yes. Ow! I, ew. So hold still. I just want to clean it out with some hand soap. Come on. How deep is it? Do I need stitches? Do you think it'll scar? No, no, you're fine. I just want to make sure it doesn't you know, get infected. If I see her again... You won't. Oh, she needs to go into hiding. It really... Look, it really isn't worth it. She wants the attention. She wants the drama. Don't give she it to her. She slapped me in my face, Jess. Yeah, but... You stole her amazing girlfriend, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you are pretty amazing. Listen, 
I know you didn't want to come here at all, and I know that you ended up getting attacked by a crazy person, but Brightside? What other bar on a Saturday night is going to have an empty woman's bathroom? Mm, silver linings. <laughs> Did they turn off the music? Uh, sounds like it. Oh, so before we were interrupted, you were about to tell me that we came here tonight so you could hide the fact that you were seeing me. Not you. Someone. Anyone. It... Let's be honest. It is a bit soon, so I didn't want to... I didn't want there to be talk. Talk? That I'm a girlfriend hopper or whatever. That... That you're just a rebound to me or something. Am I? I mean... Technically. Temporally. But I feel just as much invested in you as I did Cynthia. At the beginning. I'm not using you to get over a breakup. I mean, I don't think I am. I... I was just excited to move on. Mm. And uh, how long between the ex before Cynthia and Cynthia? Two days. Oh boy. Interrupted again, the ladies' room door swings open, catching their attention. The pandemonium outside leaks in briefly. Before the entrance, Cynthia slams the door shut behind her and locks it. She spins around, teeters towards them with... An awkward gate. No, no, we're not fighting. Bitch, you are asking for it. Jess, I told you. But Cynthia is in no state to fight. They look down at her right thigh. She's clasping. It is soaked in her own blood. Hide. Community is brought to you by Necessary Outlet Productions. Necessary Outlet, gay characters, universal content. You can find more of our content on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash necessary outlet. And be sure to check out our web series History, which has received over 50 accolades and selections from film festivals. You can find even more content at www.necessaryoutlet.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Outlet. N-E-C-E-S-S. I might have loved you once I'm older When I found out the world is colder I might have loved you Then I thought I might loved you once I'm older And be sure to check out Jack Tracy's album Older and forthcoming album For You anywhere music is sold. I might have loved you once I'm back then I was enamored with the feeling